0: Yo, 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 welcome to today's live stream. We are here live with my good friend HL Roberts, and we're here to break down his latest Kickstarter for infection issue number one. How, how, thank you for the subscription. How are you doing today, Robert? You want me to call you Robert or
1: uh call me Rob. Yeah, that would be good. Rob
0: Okay. How are you doing yeah. today, Rob? Welcome to the stream. And uh yeah, I appreciate you stopping by, man.
1: Appreciate being on here, honestly. Yeah.
0: So, how's everything going? Give me a little bit of a breakdown on so, uh what was that
1: in, so infection basically launched on um march 15th it did at the moment on kickstarter it's at 418 pounds raised out of the 1000 goal um yeah it's doing really well it is yeah
0: that's uh 41 percent of your, your uh your goal already
1: yep within that was in man. like three days so yeah,
0: yeah dude that's crazy that is crazy so what drove you to uh write a comic about zombies
1: Big fan of zombies and stuff yeah. like that. Sorry, my door's closing. Um, <laughs> yeah, big fan of like zombie kind of culture wise. I love stuff like Left for Dead. Left 4 Dead 2 is just such an amazing game, especially on PC oh, with the mods and stuff Did like that. Did you play uh, the DLC? DLC, uh, which one's that one?
0: Uh, for uh, Left for Dead 2.
1: Oh, is that the Lost Stand one or? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, and then, uh, out, like?
0: I want to say uh, one of them bridged the first one to the second one too. I think it was the DLC for the first one bridged it to the second one i don't Um,
1: think i've
0: played that one yet Nah. yeah uh oh dude i don't want to spoil it for you but oh man uh there's a part in it uh bill man i love bill so much oh no,
1: yeah i yeah i've played the one and two so yeah i know what happens where where, where
0: bill gets sacrificed dude i couldn't i couldn't take it i was like my man bill no um, Hmm. wait what was you gonna say
1: no Oh, it's just green. so
0: oh my bad um so zombie films though we talked about games what about zombie films
1: I, when I went to Norwich to see friends, because I'm in, I'm in Peterborough, I went to Norwich, I did, and I went mm-hmm. to go see some friends because uh, they moved over there. Um, went out drinking, watched, I think it was 28 days later, you know, really good film, oh, yeah. and how they filmed it. I think um, I read online there's the, so the, you know, in the start where he's walking through the city of London and it's just completely like, no one's there. Mm-hmm. there to, I think they had to like block off all the, um, they just basically told all the citizens, "Do not go to this area of London, or, you know the London Bridge area," and they just yeah. threw a bunch of trash on it and such, which was pretty cool. Mm. You know that that was cool. Um, one of the films which I'll talk about, you know, when it comes to the fourth character that I haven't talked about in you know, Infection, um, "Death uh, Dawn of the Deaf, That's what it is. It's a short film, uh, twenty sixteen, about mm-hmm. like deaf people within the zombie universe
0: so. that would be so insane like I you know that's something you really don't consider a lot within zombie movies like how people uh, with disabilities would fare like hearing yeah, laws, stuff like being blind death. like man so yeah, yeah I'm a huge uh, zombie fanatic as well um, you know of, of course the classics uh, you know the dawn of the dead land of the dead um, yeah
1: Dude, Big just, co- uh, Call of Duty fan as well you know yeah, yeah 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 I do the rocks is a uh, such good map I could go on all day about for I could you know, you know I haven't, on how it's a psychological horror so
0: I haven't really played a lot of uh the newer stuff but I've listened to a lot of the lore videos and it's insane how they synchronize and put together like the continuity for the zombie world for the Call of Duty games
1: yeah it is it's cool because like I think it was knacked they sort of made it as like a fun little side project. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, oh, Varuk shit. OK, this is actually doing very well. But then I think it was Shino Numa. They actually started displaying like characters and stuff like that. So you had Dempsey, Nikolai, Takio and uh, Richtofen. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. And then after that, it's sort of, you know, zombie uh, line build up and such. So.
0: so, yeah, I mean, speaking of zombies, there's so many different ways for outbreaks to happen, the infection to happen, and it's and you know how like all, all throughout the years, everything seemed pretty much overplayed and just cliche. Yes, and
1: it's a it's, uh, saturated. So.
0: When I started reading your Kickstarter campaign, the way you introduced the infection was phenomenal. I was like, wow, I did not expect that one bit. Um, let's break that down. What went into that? You know, how are these people getting getting infected in your comic?
1: So when I was looking into, you know, sort of writing a zombie comic, I sort of threw the whole thing about, ah oh, it's, you know, a monkey that had a virus escaped from the lab and started infecting me, you know, 28 days later, and all that kind of stuff like that. Just sort of the, the oversaturated market of how a zombie virus came. And I sort of thought to myself, what is the best way to sort of introduce the zombie virus without doing that kind of stuff? And I thought, about well, maybe like necessities and like what we do in our lives. So, you know, when we wake up and we go for a shower, brush our teeth and such, you know, brushing my teeth was the first thing I thought, However, compared to like washing, not a lot of people do brush their teeth, which is, you know, sad reality, but, you know, you know, you know, most people's teeth are stained. My, my bottom teeth are stained from drinking Pepsi back when I was at college and yeah, it's uh, so you know, I, I you know it was a good idea. Toothpaste was because you could do the whole fact about you know um, it infects the teeth, and then you know when zombies bite the teeth, you know bite people, it, it gets infected, and mm-hmm. it, you know the virus passes on and on. But um, I did the shampoo, so like a cleaning product, like shampoo and gel and such. Looking into that because you know when you, it's the the story is is that basically a company is trying to make their last stitch efforts for a profit they are and um sorry i I get this stage fright if you can't tell no you're Um, fine
0: you're fine you're fine no worries
1: um and basically you know they they cut off some of the key workers have to lay them off um they have to switch locations but also they have to buy stuff off the black market and considering it's the 2000s health regulations aren't really a big thing compared Mm -hmm. to you know nowadays and um
0: it's easier to pay them off it's easier to drive to yeah. them off to get yeah to, to get through it I gotcha
1: and you know they they didn't have time to test it but the the chemicals inside of the shampoo reacted mm-hmm. negatively and then that got shipped out to people and then when people started using it they got stuff like hair loss decaying cells as you can see like with the grayness uh, yeah. compared to long skin as in the the prologue and then you know stuff like you know the hair roots it goes inside the hair roots to the mind so then it reverse engineers and indoctrinates people yeah that was was, my idea kind of thing so
0: yeah i was thinking about that too like uh uh you know scrubbing it in getting it in like how close that actually is uh to your brain and how quickly it would infect you like that that's that's pretty pretty insane once you begin to think and and break it down now what type of infection is this like what's it doing to these people what type of reaction are we seeing i mean throughout the years Oh, sorry go ahead. yeah
1: continue sorry
0: oh, I was gonna say throughout the years you know we've seen all all different types of you know rage infection slow walking zombies you know what type of zombies are these
1: so you'll get the normal zombies like what I'm gonna try and do is when I make the comic you'll have some zombies which are bold where you can see you know the hairs decayed and stuff like that so they've taken the you know they've used the shampoo on themselves but then there will be some other zombies where they've got hair and they're you know dressed normally and stuff like that um, who are you know just being bit? They're not actually used to shampoo stuff. They haven't, um, but you do. There are going to be special kinds of infected. So, for example, one of the special infected that I'm doing is like the charger from Left Dead 2, mm-hmm. but it's the case of where he uses sound rather than like you know vision, because he's blind. So you'll see like there will be one scene where um, our group of survivors they're cornered by this guy and they're like you know reloading their weapons. They're like like closing the door or something and Mm that will all pop up on like the the panels and sort of that's you know indicating that the the zombie can hear them like uh like sort of like uh
0: the echolocation uh bats do yeah yeah no yeah that that, i I always love that i think that's such a like a complex idea and to see it implemented in like larger enemies like that it's pretty insane um Mm -hmm. i you know have you ever played um the last of us
1: no i haven't actually no i've got uh, a
0: playstation but no i haven't I, I i'd recommend it like there's a lot like they're not really i guess you call them zombies but like they're they're like in the clickers and stuff are just like so insane and um i i bring that up because the clickers they're they're not big and bulky they're kind of just um ah, what was the word i'm looking for they're sleek so they're they're like my size but like think their head is like just like blown up big grotesque golf. yeah yes and 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 they 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 walk around and they listen for you so you have anytime you're trying to go into a room you have to literally crouch down and like and stealth your way through it because if they hear you they all like hoard up on you dude it's insane
1: that's cool yeah yeah but they as i said you've got the you've got the big guy but also you've got like a sort of a witch kind of you know zombie but it's mm-hmm. the case of where they'll scream and they'll attract the zombies uh, like other zombies so it's sort of like a witch but Mm, not really
0: yeah yeah i got you i got yeah. you so and there's there's
1: there's other like infected but i won't reveal that within here because it's one of them's quite a, like a crucial infected type for the second issue yeah it is so
0: hey we want exclusives but we we also want to make sure we ain't giving it all away not a problem of with course. that um so with the zombies there has to be some main characters so what are the who are the protagonists uh what are they like and what are the some of the inspirations behind them
1: so Starting off first, as you can see by the sort of like the uh, retail edition, you've got HK. Well, his name's HK Lovecraft, but that's his sort of alias because he's very like anti-government and kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the it's the 2000s, um, and basically he ran an illegal radio show. He would put um, he like did his radio show on an illegal frequency. He did, and you'd talk about conspiracy stuff like aliens, talk stuff about like Princess Diana and all that kind of stuff like that. And basically, his pre-law, which will be available for the character sheets when the goal reaches fifty percent, is that he did all of this, and he is also talked about in the comic. But he did all of this, um, this radio st- show stuff, and um, before the two thousands hit, so you know, um, December thirty first, uh, you know, at like eleven fifty nine, and uh, on, I'm losing my fucking words here. You're, <laughs> um, fine. You're fine. You know, it's um. 1999, you know, it's the, um, it's just about to turn to uh, the 2000s, and mm-hmm. he's sort of on the radio show, and he's like, oh yeah, aliens gonna invade the world. It's gonna be, you know, it's the, you know, it's the end of the world kind of thing. And then the 2000s hit uh, on New Year's, and like nothing happens, and he's just taken as a joke, and you know, he's um he's ostracised because of, you know, he's, he's just telling lies and such. Mm-hmm. but when the zombie the zombie apocalypse hit everybody tunes into his radio show and it's like oh you know please help me and he's like yeah you're, oh, you're you know, right
0: you were right the whole yeah i was right the whole time he's very um
1: <laughs> narcissistic i think is the best word to put and, I, I mean um, rightfully
0: you... so though if, if he was trying to warn people and they all laughed at him uh because it didn't happen right when he said it would but then it did happen i mean i would feel a little bit sense of entitlement too you know
1: yeah um and basically you know he's like oh yeah you you'll laugh at me and you spat in my face when i ask for salvation and shit so he is technically like enemy number one and you'll see that at the start of the comic because not really uh, really like a spoiler or anything like that the first few pages which are not the prologue are the survivors trying to get to the top of mm-hmm. the kingscape car park which i'll talk about the location in a second um, and basically, they're trying to get onto a helicopter to evacuation zones. However, he gets kicked off because one of the people knows that, you know, he is HK Lovecraft. And they're sort of like, you sort of, you know, you're not really a valuable person of society. So they kick him off the helicopter. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you're scum. Yeah. We don't like you anyways yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. So
1: that's, um, that's with HK. And the character inspiration, when I went to Sam, who, Samantha De La Rosa, Bounce Laurie um which is the artist I went to her I said look I will give you Hoffman from um back for blood give oh you... dude
0: Hoffman was such a badass too I loved him so much already
1: yeah um there was oh, I'm trying to think uh the Walter from the big Lebowski uh who's played by John Goodman mm-hmm. and then I just sort of did John Goodman and I said look these characters right here combine them all to one make this character you know so that's uh that's the inspiration of behind hk so when hk talks i sort of imagine the voice actor for uh hoffman and dr octopus from Spider-Man ps4 sort of like in my head i imagine that he's talking like it so when he's like oh you you spat in my face and laugh i, I imagine his voice saying <laughs> that so um how'd you, so, uh, so
0: how do you feel about back for blood did you definitely- like you get it you get a chance to beat it
1: I, um, I played the like the beta. I, yeah, it's a, it's a cool game, but it just needs constant updates, it does. Yeah, and I, I think, think he, quality life improvements as well.
0: Yeah, you, you got to play with friends too, a, a big group of friends, I think.
1: Mm. You know, Character uh, building-wise was good.
0: Oh man, I loved Hoffman so much. It's just mm. when you said he was inspired by Hoffman, I'm like, dude, Hoffman was such a <laughs> fucking badass. Mm. So, uh, let's talk about the world building, though. What's the world in Infection look like, you know, with everyone using hair shampoo that has to affect a large you know portion of the population how how, how much of the world's infected you know what's the group of survivors looking like you know where are we at with infection
1: so this is you know set in the 2000s it's set around February May uh February April actually and compared to big zombie stories where it's set and stuff like London Birmingham Manchester this is set in the east and it's it's not uh, based on but it's inspired and the location that we're in at the moment will be peterborough so you'll see with Peaceborough it's quite a not a industrial but it's very like if you go to peterborough you go queensgate queensgate's mm-hmm. got like a lot of uh, car parking you've got queensgate car park you've got actual queensgate which is a big shopping mall there um so you know i'm basing it off of that but also the the small towns outside of uh well outside of the peterborough center place so you you'll see that um you know they'll they'll travel across each sort of like town and stuff like that within the three issues so issue one they'll be in peterborough issue two they may be in somewhere like grantham um and then issue three they'll be at like this um the you know a base or something like that or a military kind of camp yeah. so um you know it's you know on the on the kickstarter it's the case of where you know. London, Manchester, and Birmingham fell first. Then you had small places like Coventry, you had Norwich and all kinds of stuff like that falling. Which, that and would make sense. Yeah, sorry.
0: I was going to say, that would make sense though, when you think about it, like larger populated areas, uh, getting infected fast. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, bec- becoming essentially hot hot spots uh, for the infection. Um, I like the way you played that out. You know, I, th- I think the way you have the roadmap is, is awesome. You know, I'm really digging just everything uh, that's building up to this now um let's go ahead you want to start talking about tears
1: so I'll I'll go back to sort of talking about the the location wise and I'll talk about the other three characters including the one which I haven't sort of talked about to anyone Mm -hmm. um so you'll see this is sort of the law about Moby-Z which is the shampoo stuff it is um stuff like it sounds delightful and I can sense you already getting your shoes on to visit Tesco um but you know it's the health and safety regulations but going down you can also see you know this is HK. uh you know he's sort of based off hoffman but also got yeah, a very yeah. uh, john goodman kind of look to him he branch uh, brandishes his uh, m1911 and you know this, this this uh describes the side effects of moby-z you know the shampoo so hair loss decay of cells reverse engineering of the human mind plaguing them with dark thoughts and indoctrinating them with obsession to feed on human flesh and uh
0: so when you say they're uh uh like controlled like is someone able to actually like flip a switch and like, have them do their bidding or is someone like just planning on just infecting the world
1: no it's it's the case of the Moby-Z I think it, we can go up a tad bit it was the case of they a chemical reaction yeah a uh, little did they know that the cheaper replacement substance for one of the ingredients reacted in a negative way altering the chemicals inside the products so it's you know a negative uh, effect on it but there's no time to waste because they had to put it on shelves because they couldn't test it or anything like that mm-hmm. because this company's going to go broke. Come um, on, excuse me. Um, so yeah, it's you know it gets shipped out to these places. People go, oh yeah, you know I want to buy this, you know. They use it and then they get infected. Mm-hmm. Um, the government, in response, acted vigorously. autocracy uh, which is um, martial law, was put in place. But of course, the zombies run the military, and you'll see that with uh, the ending of. Um, sorry, see that with the ending of uh infection one where they'll go to a evacuation point and it will be run over it will be like you will see me, uh, the military all on you know on the ground they'll be dead you know they have gunshots in them or they may have bite marks or something
0: okay yeah yeah um, I'm, I'm definitely I I always like something about a bleak story just always captivates me mm. where survival is not looking very good for them where they're just utterly just stuck and lost and hopeless I don't know what yeah. it is, but I'm I'm a sucker for it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's the so it's the 2000s compared to you know 2022, mm-hmm. and healthcare is not like advanced as we are now. Because if it would be the case of where it's you know infection happened in 2022, immediately I'd say probably within a month or two they would have like a cure for it. Compared to the 2000s where they don't have the uh, the right material to like make a cure And technology and it's sort and stuff. of it's um. You know one of the things i based off the game project zomboid where basically with project zomboid if you are either scratched or bitten by a zombie is that, that a, means- dead rising no it's not dead rising no it's a like oh a- no, no, no no
0: no no um i was thinking of like a pen they had a pen that you could hit yourself and i thought it was called something similar to that um you're talking
1: about the PC game that just came out dying right? light yeah, no, there's yeah, a, yeah there's another game called project zomboid it's a like you look down, I'm not really good at describing it, but you look down and it's a, you guide your, your survivor through and you've got to sort of survive. Um, and as I said, if you get bit or scratched, you're basically screwed over. You are so, and uh, yeah, you're screwed over. And if, when you do another character and go to the same location, you can like see yourself as a zombie while well, you're oh, self, that's cool, yeah. Which is really cool. So I sort of took that inspiration of, if you get scratched, there's like, you sort of got to make that decision of, Are you going to shoot this person or are you going to run away? Which plays into sort of later issues. So So
0: what I, I, when you go to write that, is it hard to do? I mean, because potentially some of these could be characters that you, you love, you know?
1: Um, How I see it is that like if you build up a character and then you just kill them off, just like that, then you're going to catch a lot of viewers by surprise, but it's also like sending out red herrings and such like that sort of trick your views
0: yeah so what are some of the difficulties that went into writing infection I mean the the world building seems very complex the way you want about the infection the way you want about you know planning out where they're gonna go and what happens you know what are some of the, the issues you ran into like writing the story you know has there been any problems with like I guess like trying to keep a game plan and staying focused on it without like running off plan
1: i've sort of got a hang on jesus christ that water is (laughs) coming the the sort of the game plan of like the whole no i i plan out sort of a a sort of line of what the, the writing needs to be. So, you know, we've, uh, I, as I said, I took inspiration with uh, from Left 4 Dead 2, where they have different acts. So you've got Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, and Act mm-hmm. 4. And Act 4 is where you escape, compared to Act 1, where it's sort of like when you're playing Dead Center, all the survivors meet up and they get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. They do. Um, but also another thing was, and this ties in with the fourth survivor, you know, we was talking about this previously before the um, the live stream, about the one of the survivors being deaf. Mm-hmm. So one of the survivors is deaf. Uh, you know they speak in Makaton, which I know a tad bit of Makaton because I, I couldn't speak until about the age of six or seven. So you know I, even though I spoke fluently, I sort of know a tad bit now, but not as much as I used to. Yeah, so stuff yeah. That, stuff like it's uh, it's time to eat. Um, please, thank you. You know it's it's a it's something which everybody should learn, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, Makaton my, uh, so or, my uh,
0: both of my children were uh, verbally delayed. Um, so, in order for me to communicate with them, we had to teach them, uh, you know, simple forms of sign language and everything. You know, the thank you and the e, um, yeah. uh, more, um, you know. And the the way we went about it, like, I I, I would teach my kids how to do it with M and M's. Like, I'd be like, you you know, you want an M and M? Say more, or you know, say say thank you. And you know, that that's how we were able to teach them, and they were able to sign language uh, before they were able to talk. Um, yeah, it's 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 insane, like how you know I agree with you I think everyone should know a little bit of it because it does help you it's universal as well
1: yeah um so yeah it was sort of like displaying a deaf character you know talking and stuff like that so you'll see in some prompts where she will go like you know yes um well that's mean prompts like panels but also she carries like a notepad on her and what I'm planning to do is that it'll be with one of the three other characters is the case of in the first act no one understands her but you know there will be stuff like yes and you know no um and then the second issue there'll be one of the characters who without giving too much away will pick up a book about sign language and sort of get to understand it but i'm sort of thinking if it's either going to be the case of where it will be drawn out or like if it's a very complex kind of um sentence that she's trying to describe then it will be instead of having like a square box or a circular box it'll be like a triangle box sort of indicate that she is talking in sign language
0: mm-hmm. yeah i i really like that idea as well i mean what how hard was it to design a character that was that was deaf i like i have not read many comics in which i've encountered that um you know what, what was some of the trouble that went into designing uh, that character in particular
1: it was the case of i had to look at a lot of media and stuff like that um so i think it was in the walking dead i think it, is it michonne is uh, deaf but there's one of like the new characters within the newer like series that is mm-hmm. death but i um back when i did film work because i used to be a film writer before going to comic book writing um i looked at a film called um call of the death or dawn of the death that's what it mm-hmm. was it was a 2016 film i, cause I did some uh, work with the bfi and i went to a like a cinema like one of the cinemas where they show sort of the short films and such and it's you know it's very interesting to see how it's displayed on film compared to comics, where it's a yeah. bit more harder. Because film, you know, you, it's sort of easy. You can just go, you know, hello and such, but compared to comic, where you've sort of got to draw them out going like that. So, you know, it's a one one frame is there, another frame is here, and it's sort of transparent going sort of hello. You know,
0: I never so. really considered that. Um, like for me, I always thought about like movies being the opposite, I guess, because it's it's harder to portray, to portray like, I guess, the thoughts like when when when, uh like people are talking you know how when you're reading a book you can actually read their thoughts like what they're thinking how they're feeling and in a movie they have to portray that i never i guess thought about in a comic how much less you have to work with you know you have so much fewer words and your main focal points are the artwork and you have to demonstrate that um in panels like that that has to be like how how i guess hard was that to to portray your idea to the artist and have her work that out on paper
1: i i haven't i haven't done it yet because it's um i'm waiting for the Kickstarter to be funded and then it gets made mm-hmm. yeah uh, but you know writing it out it's sort of as i said it's the sort of the issue one it's it's very hard to see and sort of understand what she's saying from the survivor's perspective but in the issue two when one of the survivors picks up a book about it they'll sort of understand a bit more yeah. and you know it's sort of like you know in star wars where uh, han solo talks to chewy and it's sort of yeah i know what you're saying even though you're you know mm-hmm. whoa well, you know kind of thing
0: yeah 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 um, um no that's <laughs> awesome i definitely i could appreciate uh, the dynamics of a relationship like that too um because it has I, to be hard communicating throughout the team like that
1: that's uh that leads me on to one of the points so i'm actually going to share the screen for uh, my word document i will um which is, so, this is the script. Um, it's very basic. It is. Also, but uh, one
0: second, one second, please. Um, I yeah. do want to take a moment. Uh, got a couple people in the chat. Big shout out to uh, Sam RB Draws. Uh, we got uh, Mediantara and Blinks Aimbot. Um, thank you guys for all stopping in and uh, hanging out with me and uh, Rob as we break down infection. What's your guys' thoughts so far? How's everybody doing? Um, yeah, hey, I'm having a good time with you, Rob. I'm really enjoying this card. Appreciate it. I, I, really? can't, I can't. I really can't wait. I got. Uh, I got my pledge in. I'm looking forward to getting a poster and a signed copy. Let's go.
1: Yeah, actually, actually, you can see I've got the poster behind oh, me. The poster That's right my there? poster. Let's go. But I also dude. got like my poster here. This was sort of the the test poster, so you can see all my like, signatures. You can also mm-hmm. see HK's got a you know big meanie sad face kind of thing on it. <laughs> um, so you know it's sort of exploring. So it's you know the. The signature, I also did sort of at the bottom, as you can see. Yeah. Um, each copy will come with a serial number if you get it signed. And then I was just thinking about doing this, but I think I'm going to scrap this. It'll just be the serial number and it'll be the signature.
0: You know, I think I like the serial number and the signature. The, the other part does make it a little bit more personable, but maybe on the back. You know, it's taken up yeah, a lot I of that. I think that's what
1: I'll
0: probably do. Um, a lot of that camera's on the front. But yeah, man, uh, We uh a lot of people in the chat saying how uh, sign language is... Uh, very important uh yeah i I would agree with that as well i think it's i think uh, learning a little bit of sign language can be beneficial to everybody um in a lot of cases too um especially for those who are verbally delayed um Mm. and unable to communicate or maybe unable to hear you know
1: yeah so i I used to speak it like very like fluently and sort of you know i could do it constantly but now it's sort of the case where i only know a tad bit of it. Mm it it you know personally this is my sort of belief on it and you know we was talking about it um you know, a few minutes ago, it should be the case of instead of teaching people languages at school stuff like Spanish and French, which I learned Spanish and I learned basically nothing because I, I'm more of a cold countries kind of person, stuff like mm-hmm. you know, Finland. I love going to I went to Lapland once, which was really good. But teaching them sign language is a bit more universal compared to like Spanish, which you know they, they go, oh yeah, Spanish is, you know, um it's a you know very well spoken, you know, it's spoken everywhere. Spain, Portugal, even though they speak Portuguese, you do have America, which some of them, uh, you know, it's like a second language kind of thing, but sort of over Europe wise, there's not a lot of Spanish speaking countries because, you know, they've got all their, all their own languages and such. Mm-hmm. So speaking Makaton or British Sign Language, American Sign Language would be a lot better. It would because it's not really restricted, in my opinion. Mm-hmm so you know that's my personal take on it like people do enjoy um languages i would have enjoyed if i learned dutch because i've got friends in holland i do
0: yeah 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 i'm gonna go ahead and add this to stream as well um
1: so this is this is like sort of just um very basic notes that i do um build up on it i will but this is one of the scenes where basically hk said something very no actually let me rephrase that so Nessie, which is the Scottish survivor, she has just seen a room full of dead kids because, you know, it's very, I'm sort of trying to go for a quite a dark tone that doesn't get covered in zombie kind of comics and films and media. Mm-hmm. And she basically goes, because they're in a school, and then she goes into a room, she sees a bunch of like dead kids all piled up from this evacuation zone there. Oh, that
0: would be so gruesome too. But it,
1: it doesn't get shown because of course, that, that would mm-hmm. be just out of order. And um she's like, Yeah, there's there's dead kids in there, you know. Um Cameron who's sort of the leader of the group, he's like, Oh, that's uh you know, that's really sad. And HK's just like their loss. You know, he's he's very narcissistic. (laughs) I'll quickly actually just get up, you know, I can quickly show you. So it's like, Oh fuck man, those poor things, their loss. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, they they sort of respond very um, you know, vigorously against Mm -hmm. that. And during this, uh, Octavia, who's the deaf one, um, she sees something in the distance, and she's trying to like you know talk to these people, but you know she can't. She can't speak. She's a mute. Mm -hmm. Um, She's not deaf. She's a mute. Actually, I think that's what I should have uh, said. But basically, you can see, like, like, how could you say such a thing? They're bloody children, you know, tough. Their parents should be more cautious, being very narcissistic and self-centred. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see, um, for example, full-body shot of Octavia pulling on HK's arm while they're still arguing. He's, he's like, 40,000 people did, you twits. Not now, kid, on argument because His his um, language is quite kind of bland, it is, if you get what I mean. So, for yeah. example, I think it's, you go down here, it's like, look around you, woman, the world has ended. So yeah, it's very, like, like, you know, very, very woman yeah, calling her a woman rather than Nessie. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, same shot, but uh, Octavia showing Nessie her notepad, you know, which is what she draws on to sort of communicate with the survivors within the first issue. And it's like, oh, yeah, 40,000 people who laughed at a man telling everyone, everyone the world is ending. She's like, zombie, yeah, we know. Even though there's, you know, this big charger zombie that's going to be there, which we talked about previously mm-hmm. when we talked about the special infected. But it's sort of like, it's it plays it off. So the case of where... They're sort of not interested in what she's saying, but more interested on, you know, correcting HK. Yeah. You know, who's, you know, being very narcissistic and self-centred. So, yeah, I, I really like this, uh, you know, this panel. And I think what I'm going to do is some of the, the bits that are in this, I think I'll get Sam to do first and then I can show on the Kickstarter mm-hmm. with, uh, through, like, logs and stuff like that, which I do. But, yeah, this, this is one of, like, my favourite bits that is put out it is so yeah
0: so hey you know what we we actually uh we went off track let's pull back that Kickstarter. we we forgot to go okay. over the tiers the individual tiers we got so, so hyped up talking about the individual characters and stuff we forgot to to break down what we're here for
1: uh, i think if i go that and that does that show it or yes yep so when i came yeah. to doing the 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 rewards i was trying to do um like price it reasonably because mm-hmm. infection is a third is roughly a 30 uh, page comic so it's a standard us kind of comic size pub m e. so digital comic made for three quid i did retail copy is six quid i wanted to be honest i did want to bump that down to five quid but you know what because Hold on. let like... me
0: let, let me pull this up too yeah. um because then i could uh the it should I don't, it should, yeah, I say, yeah, right here, it says USD2. Uh, mo- most of my viewers are from America. Gotcha, yeah. So, so, so they're probably like, listen to quid, like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so that so would you, be... You, uh, you, you were talking about the uh, digital, right?
1: Yeah, the digital version, so... So that's about, get, that's so about that four is, bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's about four bucks, yeah. Yeah. And then the retail uh, edition, which is six quid, so that is eight quid for you guys. Uh, yeah, Quite, eight bucks. No, eight, eight, eight bucks, yeah, which is the digital copy. It's the retail cover, which is um, this cover where you get uh, HK, because each three covers, you'll get HK, you'll get either Nessie or Cameron, depending on which character I pick, and then uh, Cameron or Nessie on the third uh, one. But each of them sort of displays it. It does. And you can see sort of behind, stand behind the wallpaper. Sam came up with the idea with having like a, you know, the scratch on the, the wallpaper which was pretty cool so yeah 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 you know, she, she's had a bit of you know um talk about what can be done and what can't be uh, can't be done mm-hmm. which is good so she's sort of interacting so as i said uh, retail copy you get so this cover you do you get the digital copy still and you get your name on the kickstarter portal wall so that'll be like a wall where you'll see your name you'll see if you've got a signed copy your um I'm trying to think what it is called uh, serial number you will,
0: yeah. And uh is that going to be like in in the book as well, the uh the supporter wall?
1: Yeah, it will cool. be. Yeah, that'll cool. be at, that'll be at the end, or maybe even like in the middle. I don't know how I'm going to sort of like put it out there. I think so the it would, wanna...
0: would look cool, you know? Because putting it in the middle might be something like, uh, unless you have it like an ad space. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Kickstarter copy edition, which you get um this one, this cover. So this cover right here is inspired by a um artwork for team fortress two Man vs machine mode it is mm-hmm. where you've got all the mercenaries standing around shooting the zombies and such uh, and-, and i
0: really i really love like the back to back look I, I i like i said i'm a sucker for bleak situations and this like this cover right here when i seen this one i was like yep i'm, I'm picking this one up
1: mm-hmm. so you you can <laughs> see that there's there's cameron there like you see cameron another thing to take into consideration which sam did very well was um you know some of the weapons that were you know are in infection so I, I had to research some of the weapons and like what the um the uk army used what sort of is available for citizens uh, for army reserves because cameron is an army, army reserve so you can see as i said in the first issue he's got his m1911 because you can buy a gun in the uk back in the 1980s but it was under regulations it was especially i think it was the firearms act of oh yeah this was before
0: this was like before all the gun laws and everything right uh when, when did those take place
1: that was taking place in 1987 so basically the story behind that was uh a guy i can't remember his first name but his name his surname was hamilton he went into a school shot up a bunch of kids which is you know disgusting and in response to that the government was like yeah we're just gonna like real go down hard on bricks on the, you know, people who own guns and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it was a bit more restrictive and harder to get a gun law, a gun certificate, basically. But as I said, you can see, you know, Cameron, he's got his SA-80, which is what the Army used back in the time, in the 2000s. They still use it now, but you've got the variation of the SA-80, one, two, and three. They use three right now. Um, Nessie is branding a pump shotgun she is you can see hk there who's shooting a zombie with his um a 1911 i actually really like on how sam did this sort of you know it's the case of where it's blown the uh, brains yeah, out and yeah. then you've got um octavia with her sort of her like hockey stick and knife you so can see i really ducked.
0: i really can respect the fact that you like researched like not only the guns but like the correct guns in the era i think that yeah goes to show your dedication to writing and just staying as true as possible to a, a like a real case scenario like you know this is something this is something like a, 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 in a different timeline it very well could have happened you know mm. so I, I could definitely respect like the amount of like research you, that went into this
1: because i didn't want to like you know for example let's say hk randomly pulls out a you know mini gun and starts spraying down everybody it's i wanna you know nessie doesn't have the pump shotgun she has um a nine iron which is a golf club but you only get to see that the two people who have guns is Cameron and um, HK. And the reason why is that Cameron is an army reserve. So obviously he um, has access to the guns. You know and what? Then uh, I,
0: this is, uh, yeah. I think this is your artist in the chat.
1: Is that? Is that Samantha?
0: Yeah, because uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, right here. She's uh, so as a fun bit of trivia, I got good at drawing weapons because I have a weapon crazy friend that gets really mad if I draw a weird looking weapon. So it kind of gets stuck with me on how to draw sort of good weapons. That's awesome, Sam. I really that's appreciate great. you uh, coming on the show as well. Like that, that that's really cool. I mean, um, at some, dude, if there's a issue number two, I would love to get you both on at the same time to talk not only about the writing, but the art. That would be so cool.
1: That'd be good, yeah. I wouldn't mind you know, getting on with Sam as well.
0: So Yeah, well, uh, I appreciate you stopping in, Sam. Uh, it's always awesome. To, to see the perspective uh, from the artist as well, so thank you for that.
1: Um, yeah, and you see that HK has the gun because he got the gun, and you'll see this in the um, in the comic that near the end he gives his gun to Octavia because um, using a knife with, which is you know st- um, uh, duct taped onto a golf um, not golf club a hockey stick is not really good compared to a gun. It isn't. It's a bit more decisive using a gun. And he's like, "Oh, here, take this uh, this gun, please. Don't leave it." And the, I, you know, you you saw. We we talked about the how HK speaks. He's quite bland, but you you see that he never says sorry or he never says please. Mm-hmm. But you see at the end where he's like, "Here, take my M nineteen eleven. Please, do not le- um, uh, lose it. It sort of it means a lot to him."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and he's, he's like, oh, yeah, that, um, that guy Hamilton shot up all those uh, kids. I don't want these zombies uh, getting their mitts on it. Yeah, it was like the, the government... If the government couldn't get my hands the hands on the gun because, you know, it would have been the case of the Firearms Act would have been put in place, knocking on his door, hey, yo, we need to um, sort of update your certificate kind of thing, hence why he's, he's got an alias of HK. Mm-hmm. And the, the sort of the history behind his alias is that hk lovecraft lovecraft being hp lovecraft you know he, he did all the um cthulhu shit and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah but hk is a gum company which is heckler and Cock, and they make stuff like the mp5 they make the ump45 and yeah okay so,
0: you know that's i didn't even realize that like so hmm. the name is like another play on on that as well that's awesome it's yeah. I, so How hard was it for you to like interlace all this it sounds so complex once we get down to the to the meats the meats and bones of it
1: it's you get a character and you build up on like pre-law before it actually happens Mm -hmm. and of course this this law will be described in, in infection but the character sheets that people may be getting will sort of describe what happens so for example um within one section of the of the uh copy there's someone, they, they talk about sort of what they were doing before the infection. So Cameron was going on a picnic with his wife and shit hit the fan basically. He had to go to the uh, evacuation zone. They were like, aye, it's gonna be women and children. Um, Nessie come, uh, was working at, I think it was a place called Money Bargains, which is sort of a take on like BM and m and Poundland. Um, you know, it's stores that are for people who you want to get stuff cheaper and get cheap food mm-hmm. and stuff because so if know, you go poundland so, you can get
0: yeah we get, have dollar tree over here I, dollar I, tree, yeah. like, you know i i seen a meme about you guys calling it poundland and i didn't believe it until i <laughs> talked to a friend and they're like no that's a real thing i'm like take mm-hmm. me there poundland yes yeah, sign me up
1: <laughs> it, yeah pa- Poundland's all right to be honest like it's a lot of people say oh yeah it's puff and stuff like that which is sort of a that's a eastern dialect it is you know, calling it pulp and also sort of slang as well. Mm-hmm. But um, no, they do some good stuff in there, like drinks and such. And of course, because of inflation, and such, you know, it's it's good to go there to get stuff that have been inflated. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's basically she works at Money Bargain. and she's had to train a bunch of seventeen-year-olds up to be retail store manager. Well, retail. Um, employees so you know mm-hmm. she's had all that responsibility put on her and her managers basically said look i i appreciate you teaching even though it was babysitting as she describes it teaching these these young children here's a week off she decides to go down to england for some reason um down to you know the, the where it's based which is peterborough mm-hmm. and she goes into a a sports shop, which I've based it off of, and I need to get photos of it. So I actually did location recce yesterday where, where you go out and get photos of the place mm-hmm. to give to, you know, the artist and sort yeah. of you can put in like trivia wise. And basically she goes there, a guy comes in who's been infected. She gets the golf club, which, you know, her nine iron and basically decapitates this person. It's like a, the, the inspiration of that was um, the demo man out of TF2 has got a weapon called Nessie's Nine Iron. Where if you hit people, you can scare people. Is that where the, big... the
0: character came from?
1: Uh, what Nessie? Uh, yeah. No, Nessie came. Uh, that was from sort of Scottish folklore, you know about um, Nessie. Give me three, as in give, the... give, give me three fifty. Three fifty? What? Uh, three fifty
0: for the Loch Ness monster?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like,
0: what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I need about three fifty. <laughs> Um, so um let's go ahead and start breaking down some more of these tiers i I keep getting you off tangent i'm sorry about that but it's so hard not to break down some of this stuff i mean i love this issue uh damn great job on the artwork on this it looks phenomenal i definitely i I
1: really i really love this one like sort of what i tried to do was i tried to make this appealing but then i tried to make the kickstarter edition just look badass basically and then of course you got the collector's edition which is that one i made it very um very pardon me sort of minimal and isolated Mm -hmm. so as you can see it's the you know the only place which is lit up is there you've got the road signs you've actually got the town (laughs) sign so if you live in the countryside then this is what you would see in the countryside compared to like living in the city um and you've got zombies going around it there's flowers beneath here which is actually based on where i live because there's the the sign and you've got the like the flower bed below it Mm -hmm. which is a cool take But yeah, I'll I'll keep going on about uh, the rewards. So, yeah, the Kickstarter copy, you get the Kickstarter cover, which is this one. The next one, which is 20 quid, so that is... I've got no clue how much that is in USD. Um, it's like 75, uh, it's it's like 75% more. Uh, so I
0: see the tier for, um, the Kickstarter, the, and then it doesn't show me the retail one. It just says, uh, the, I, I see the Kickstarter copy edition and then the super supporter.
1: Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Oh, so you can't see the Kickstarter copy poster here?
0: Uh, well, no, no, I, I was scrolling on, uh, the other side. Um, so look gotcha. at the, the Kickstarter.
1: The Kickstarter the, 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 the... copy with the poster.
0: Okay, yeah, yep. 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 Right here. I see it
1: um so yeah that's
0: yeah it doesn't show me the price for it
1: that gives you the basically everything above but you also get the poster which as I said is behind me but also Mm -hmm. it's this poster and the the it's actually based on the teaser that was put out which is this teaser right here on the screen where basically announced the project was being made you can see Basically, it's the M1911 being uh, pulled back, HK's M1911. Um, you've got HK right here shooting zombie off. You've got Cameron climbing up, nearly getting grabbed by a zombie right here. And then you've got Nessie with her 9-iron decapitating the zombie. So that's what the, the poster is. You know, it's, it's, quite, it's quite good, actually, because um, I've got my family, all the posters and stuff like that, because they were like, yeah, we're, we're interested to get this. No, oh, that's um, awesome as, dude as my brother was um hanging up his poster in his room uh, that, where he lives two of his mates went past and said you know that's a cool poster i want one of them and handed him both 10 quid for them <laughs> so yeah you know I, i'm i'm doing well outside so of, sort ha- of like you, have you social put media.
0: any friends and family into the comic like uh, do you plan no. on
1: doing that no well that no that is with one of the um Pledges. so this pledge right here which is 40 pounds you can be a zombie inside of it We've already got two people which one of them is actually my brother and the other one is can't remember who the other one is for man
0: i almost i need this. to manage my pledge there needs to be a pink-haired zombie in there getting killed
1: well you can do that if you gotta be a zombie in infection <laughs> one. Oh yes uh, my mate jack uh he's the other zombie but that in that one there's um one to two pages mm-hmm. of where a zombie chases our group and they're all up against the, you know, the the panel, like, ah, you know. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> awesome, so, dude. So that's that's what I did, and, you know, I did it reasonably priced because when I when I saw, like, was when I was, like, researching into Kickstarters, a lot of people put sort of, like, you can be a main character, you can be a side character, but mm-hmm. it's, like, 250 quid or, like, 500 quid. So I did quite a simple, you know, 40 quid kind of Which thing. Is, and think- that's
0: about 53 bucks in USD. So that, I mean, that's mm-hmm. o- honestly not too bad. Um, to be immortalized in a comic, I mean, that's pretty cool, I think.
1: And I, you know, I think what, sadly, with Kickstarter, you can't update go, um, goals when people have bought them. So I'm thinking, because this is, you've pledged a bit more than the collector's edition, which I'll get onto in a second, I'm thinking about upgrading people who buy this one, where you get the Kickstarter covers, uh, cover to the collector's cover, which, moving on... Uh, the collector's edition and also you can see there's like there's these texts like these descriptions that Mm -hmm. there is so for example example this one says as you board the 400,000 helicopter on the lawn of Bletchley Park which is a um, place in England where they did the Enigma code where they solved it the pilot gives you a cheese border with a copy of infection issue one you know it's sort of high uh, royalty kind of stuff while its contents are the same this cover exclusive to a few people as i said it's um it's only available to 50 people you um get it signed so you get it signed in the gold um the gold sharpie which is this sharpie because i got two three sharpies which was gold silver and bronze right here Mm -hmm. bronze doesn't look really good so i'm not going to do bronze gold and silver are sort of the ones the main ones so I'll probably ask people what like what color they would like it in but personally i've got the silver one which looks really cool but both of them mm-hmm. look cool yeah so,
0: no I, I think i think i really uh i think you're really adding these personalized touches that just make it that much more you know
1: so yeah i was talking about the super supporter edition um and then the next one is the retail copy so this is only available for the uk which is um sad because i just i sort of didn't want to do complications with delivery and stuff like that because it's expensive Mm -hmm. to send out like 10 copies to the US. So you get 10 copies for the price of six copies. Um, As I said, you got these little descriptions. And one of my favorite descriptions I did was, um, I think it was, yeah, it's this one. So I did an early bird like Kickstarter edition. So you could have got the comic for four quid rather than the seven quid it is at the moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, oh, get it to why it's comically hot. You know, comically is put in uh, Yastricht stars, which I, uh, which I really like. But it's like, wow, what, two quid off, what could you do with that two quid? It's like, uh, <laughs> be a gentleman or gentlewoman and donate it to charity, put it in your savings or nearly buy a Tesco three pound meal deal. And it's like, I'm sure if you sweet talk <laughs> the cashier, they'll let you have it for two quid. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know, these, these little things I like to put in and such. and Yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, see yeah. That you will see that as well with um, the comics. So when they're in the safe house, they'll they'll be in the safe house all four of them. So you they'll meet the fourth survivor because they they'll see you start off the comic with the three survivors and then you meet Octavia. Um, when they're in the house eating, so they're having like a little snack. You'll see a lot of the like the brandishing. So let's say for example, don't ask me why I got matches because I've got a Yankee candle right there. Let's say these matches are let's say a packet of raisins and you'll see with the raisins they will be like colored maybe yellow oh well actually not going to use that they're colored red they are but then you'll see there's like a yellow strip right here and mm-hmm. it's looking into if you if you go to like supermarkets or even like local um shops you'll see that there are like um I think it's called Euroshop is the the brand where they'll do the, the branding, but then they'll put like in the big yellow kind of like strip, and it will mm-hmm. say this price is like discounted. So okay, it's very, gotcha. you know, it's very low income kind of food. Like it's very, I was about to, was about
0: to say yellow raisins. Maybe that is what's turning everybody <laughs> into zombies. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh man. Yeah. So yeah, there'll be sort of small details because, you know, world building, you can tell a lot with one picture, you can. Mm-hmm. So you know, with like this picture, you know, the the buildings are burning. It's not it's not the best example, but you know, a good example I would use is something like Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. So when Barbara Gordon and uh Commissioner Gordon are in the apartment, you can see their stuff like on the table, there's stuff within the the cabinets. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it brings the place to life compared to the animated film, there's nothing there, the the cabinets are like blacked out and such. Mm-hmm it was just
0: crap basically so i i I really i I don't know i i love this i love the comics so much more than animated film but i love the animated film too like that was just such a insane thing that happened uh to barbara like the way she and the implications they never flat out said what happened but what was implicated was so dark and twisted like holy crap and what they did to gordon what they did to him they, they oh they tied him up and made him like watch and look at pictures like oh man dude yeah
1: hammer was joker was really good yeah yeah i really enjoyed him yeah so um yeah infection they sit so this is this was describing basically you know the, the thing about the helicopter about hk getting kicked off the helicopter mm-hmm. uh tsch, 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 tsch. you know that what makes infection special so this is talking about you know the, the gun law kind of thing so you know, that's talking about cameron being an army reserve so he gets access to the sa80 pup rifle mm-hmm. and then hk on the other hand is you know he's an anti-government he he owns a pistol which the government's trying to get off of him you know breathing down his neck as put there um yeah and you know the rewards uh, this talks about the team so my my i went to sam and i basically said sam introduce yourself and she she put this area and i put my area and I went, she she went very light-hearted on her stuff, like, it was all happy and such. And then there's my <laughs> stuff, there's my stuff where it's like, I'm a comic book writer. I used to do film writing, but I sort of stopped doing film writing because of work, getting censored and stuff like that. You know, it's, that that is the main reason why I transitioned from film writing to comic book writing, because it's sort of the, the freedom gets taken away when, like, you go to your, your producer they're like you can't have this in or you can't have that in it so So sort of like it's the zack snyder kind of thing
0: what was what did you take from uh making films uh to to, to making comics like what what learning experiences went into making your comics from your experiences making movies
1: comic comic book writing is very similar to film writing everybody has like their different kind of distinctive kind of writing method but Mm -hmm. Going from film to comic was a, really easy for me. Like, there's a lot of things I'd need to know. I had um, I watched a guy called Matt Garvey. Um, he sort of taught me how to, you know, establishing shots and different like establishing shots. Yeah, were my view kind of shots and the different. Um, trying to think of the words, like the different names of each shots and what they they are compared to film, where you sort of describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, no. I was just—I was always curious because I remember you earlier talking about that, and I mean, it—you it, it, know—I thought it would—it would kind of be going hand in hand, just the way you storyboard everything. Mm. But I wasn't exactly sure because the way you tell a film completely different, completely different medium than telling a you know a story in, in a comic.
1: Yeah, there's when I when I was sort of looking into comics and stuff like that. There's a lot of special kind of. There's a special formula that you can use with comics compared to film, on like how you can maybe portray a character, how you can execute a scene. You know, one, one example, which is pretty good, I used um, for my first comic, which I did, which was a World War One comic. Uh, at the end, same artist, by the way, uh, Samantha did this with me, hence why I've done this with her. Um, basically, at the end, you'll see that the character, Charles, he gets shot in the head. But how he gets shot in the head is that you can see the trace of the bullet. He's in a white outline, the, the you know, it's bat, black on the the background. And then there's, you know, red coming out of his, you know, his skull from being shot. And it's sort of, it's that art compared to doing film art. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. So you, you have another book? Is it just one or do you have multiple? It's, books?
1: it's a, it's a four page comic. It is. Okay. Yeah, I do have other projects planned. I've got one big one planned for next year, uh, which is actually one of my like, film things, which we did. So it's transitioning over. Um, yeah.
0: So we have three issues planned for infection. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's let's go ahead and, and talk about what happens if you don't hit your Kickstarter uh, goal. Um, is it are, are you effectively like just not going to push through with it? Or are you hoping to maybe try another different medium to get it off the ground?
1: No, I I think I'm going to stick with comics and doing this, you know, this infection. What I'll probably do is if it doesn't reach the goal, I'll probably go to Sam and say, look, make the comic. And, you know, of course, I'll pay her um, to make the comic. And then I'll redo a Kickstarter. So it'll be the case of instead of people getting the, uh, the comic in about, like, July, August kind of time, they'll get the comic once the Kickstarter ends. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: So one way or another, this is getting made. Yeah basically yeah, okay hell yeah hell yeah man
1: It's good i've I've also got the you know the uh, stretch goals up because you know it's, it's uh, described here i thought to myself that a good idea for stretch goals is the incentive funding the project and getting your money's worth no matter what you pay so the example's here but i'll basically explain the example so you may pledge three pound towards the digital copy and you're just like oh i've just got the digital copy but through, if like we get 120% funders, not only you're getting character sheets, you're getting the trivia like what's happening behind the scenes, but also you get two extra pages. So you, you're for that three quid that you paid for, you're like getting ten quid worth of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's the so 25% funded, which has been funded, you will get like a few bits talking about the behind the scenes, you know, um, oh, pictures cool. of location recce and such. So as i said i went out to peace bar yesterday to get some photos do some shopping um they're building like a big um imax there they are in queensgate so i was mm-hmm. taking pictures of that um, so yeah i was just having a look around and taking so pictures ca- you kind of the just get
0: the the behind the scene like vlog experience basically yeah. just yeah that yeah that's cool i like that
1: the 50 percent is where you get character uh, character sheets so it would be like character card kind of things mm-hmm. and the reason why i did that was because i did the questionnaire and it sort of felt like that digital copy owners didn't get that much like recognition so character sheets are sort of it adds on to the digital copy if you get what i mean
0: yeah, yeah 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 and the character sheets just basically give like the backstories on the characters and everything yeah so it's all yeah. the
1: pre-laws as i said i was talking about the you know with nessie where how she gets her um golf club you know cameron it's the case of uh, him being with his family and then getting separated mm-hmm. because there's no there's no direct kind of storyline displayed within the first issue but it's sort of it's if you look into the pre-law and such you sort of get to know the idea that the main objective is cameron getting to his wife like cameron finding his wife because his wife yeah. got evacuated so
0: so like it follows cameron and the uh the rest of the survivors are with cameron yeah okay cool cool i gotcha hmm.
1: So at 750, you get uh, additional character art you do. So you get the character. So let's say, for example, you get HK and you'll get him maybe like holding the pistol up like this, because mm-hmm. um, you, you'll you see that within the comic. There is one section where he'll be holding the pistol and pulling the slider back like in the teaser.
0: Did you ever play um, uh, Days Gone?
1: No, I haven't. No. I, so, I had a PS4, but yeah. yeah.
0: I was going to say Days Gone. Uh, that story kind of reminds is another awesome zombie game. Um, Mm. but basically, uh, the protagonist gets separated from his, his wife. Uh, yeah, that's awesome, dude. It's yeah, that's cool. Um, man, that, oh man, getting separated from your wife in a time of like a zombie outbreak that has to
1: be. And the wife is actually pregnant. So it's sort of, there's the stakes are higher basically. Yeah,
0: dude. Oh my Mm. God. So what went into that relationship? Um, you know, what influences drove you to uh, make this awesome family and then break them apart so violently
1: i think it was the case of when i was doing the prologue i originally wanted to you know the prologue was so much different to sort of what was planned so one idea would have been on uh, a survivor on top of the kingsgate car park getting you know swarmed by zombies and he's got the either the chance to jump over the edge and die or shoot himself Mm -hmm. and die or get infected Uh, another one was actually this one was a bit more bleaker and darker where basically two families would go to a park, like it would be a very stereotypical British 2000s park. Um, you know, the lighting as well is another thing I will talk about in the future, basically, um, of uh, infection, but basically they go to the park and they say, oh yeah, um, let's say for example, their name's David, They're, David's got cancer, um, I'm getting universal credit or disability benefits. And, you know, it's, it's the reality, but it's also the harsh truth. Mm-hmm. And it, it would have connected him with, Octavia's law because they would have been like oh well, I um, I run an orphanage but I only do it for the money just to get like the universal credit and the like yeah. the benefits and it's sort of that dark truth where it's sort of like man these people are really fucked up but at yeah, the same time yeah. people will be doing con- this kind of stuff and people do that kind of oh, stuff oh yeah
0: yeah yeah and I do I I think acknowledging that just adds more realism to it you know
1: yeah and they, they would have been swarmed by zombies but I think the shampoo one linking to how the virus was created i think that was a lot better mm-hmm. it, it, it was a good idea to do that uh, one with the carer kind of thing because there's one scene in um in the comic i don't know if it's still showing the screen or yeah sorry, yeah, I'm scrolling yeah. Through, uh, this um, is
0: through your uh, it's showing your kickstarter right now
1: yeah so it was yes yeah, so, <laughs> uh, okay if, if you're
0: scrolling though it's not showing the scrolling
1: Gotcha. So, HK, when he does like his, when he talks about his, like, um, what he was doing all before he started, he basically says, you know, oh, yeah, they, I was mocked, publicly humiliated. They laughed at my conspiracy, called me a con man, and I was ostracized. But that was all really until I hit. And basically, he's got a very sort of like villainous backstory, mm-hmm. as described. And, you know, one of the characters even goes, Jesus Christ, HK, you sure you aren't plotting for world domination?
0: <laughs> and Octavia yeah,
1: basically writes on our... um, You know, on her notepad, she says, I understand your pain of not being listened to. And it's like, yeah, sure thing, kids, you've got nothing on me. And, -hmm. you know, with Octavia, you learn through her pre-law that basically her her family abandoned her, put her in an orphanage, and she went from orphanage to orphanage, because that's what happens in the real world with people. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, um, actually, I don't want to use really that example, but, um, you know, she says, my parents forced me into a foster home because they couldn't understand me. You know because of the you know she was mute and she only yeah. spoke through like sign language and such i know that's where hk goes um oh i apologize he doesn't go i'm sorry because i said he's very narcissistic and self-centered mm-hmm. so you know it's
0: yeah so how um, how was wording his script you know wording a character like that like learning how to be basically a, a narcissist like that like was it hard like like getting into that mindset
1: i'm british <laughs> I, I, I already know that.
0: No, it's... Um,
1: I'll be honest with you. I, I had a bit of a rough upbringing. I did. Um, You know, it's... The the whole financial crisis of 2008 hit was a very stressful time in the UK. It mm-hmm. was. And everywhere else in the world. And it's also... I went to public school and you sort of get the the very narcissistic kids and even teachers there. And I went to a really shit school, basically. Yeah. And that sort of developed on with that kind of... Um, attitude but it is is the case of just being very self-centered is the best way to put it Mm -hmm. so don't care about anyone or just like maybe for example um you know that, that that would be a um something which is described within the second issue where basically when they're at this place which i won't describe Uh, they all get split off and HK goes on his own and -hmm. he's got the choice of either running away into the forest or helping out his survivors like the survivors so Nessie Octavia and you know he he sort of thinks I can run away because this is my safety but at the same time these people will protect me so basically essentially HK goes through a character arc because I like doing character arcs and building up a character and sort of making because that's also what my main series making character basically being the most hated character to a very lovable character and you mm-hmm. sort of feel bad for him so
0: yeah no that's awesome dude i'm I'm happy to hear that too yeah. you know i had my speculation that you'd eventually make him a nicer character hmm. uh, <laughs> so it's cool to actually hear that's happening so um, with that being said though is there any more um camp, uh, kickstarter goals that you have
1: so 75% basically is you get an extra commission. So you get mm-hmm. HK, but then you also get like, maybe he's dressed up in something. So one of like the um, one of like the examples would be Cameron, you get him dressed up in his park. He's got his SA80, but in the additional one, which I'm planning to do, he's wearing a English rugby shirt. He's wearing black trousers, black shoes, and he's got um, sort of a bit more hair shaved back. That's a reference to my future project it is mm-hmm. so it'll sort of be a thing where it's like oh yeah this is cool but when it comes to 2023 it's sort of like oh that's you know that's the um that's the reference
0: okay i gotcha yeah i gotcha
1: so 100 basically means it's funded um that will be the case of where once sam uh, samantha's off a holiday on the 26th probably do the 27th just so she doesn't get like jet lag uh, i'll go to her and say make the comic you know um and then 120 funded you get two extra pages and basically this is sort of you get the ending and then you get the page to sort of tease tease the second issue okay yeah so that that'll be fun do, and I'm, I'm hoping to do that because it will it'll be sort of i've got very high hopes for it for mm-hmm. the two additional pages
0: no oh, that's awesome dude
1: because you know there's there's no there's no um official villain within the first issue but in the second issue there's it establishes a villain and builds up on it
0: yeah because i would say anytime time and there you see a time of need like this someone tries to capitalize off of it yeah you know
1: but with with the like the bad guy that is coming up you sort of see why he does the things he does okay and right. sort of the the inspiration behind that is a character from um it's a zombie game on the Wii U. I think it's called Zombie U or whatever, and it's basically no. it's like based in London. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and you got one character. He's all uh, hunkered up. He's he's got a safe house kind of place, and he basically treats you with all this respect. And then once you sort of want to leave London, he's just like, oh, you, you?" And he's like really okay. sort of bland, and he's like, "Are oh, you backstabbing me? I've I've given you all I want. Well, given you all I've had and stuff like that, and." That sort of character buildup of seeing a person break, I like. Mm-hmm. So that that will be you'll you'll see that in future copies, well, future editions. So,
0: yeah, yeah all right. That, oh, that's yeah, basically
1: man. the that's that's the funding goal. So yeah,
0: I told I told you we were, we're we're gonna bro out, man. this ain't you won't that even is. feel like it's an interview. So for those who are on the fence about backing your project, what would you say to them to help them? uh reconsider like anything you would say to help anyone on the fence push them over
1: if you like um if you like stories that are very story driven they're not um sort of they're basically well written i'd say by my art uh, by my work um Mm -hmm. you know it's three issues these three issues are being made that it's not been the case of where it's going to be Oh, the kickstarter fails we we'll just put this you know on the back this will be made that's Mm -hmm. one thing so yeah
0: so, wh- wh- if it doesn't uh, go through Kickstarter, uh what means do, are you, like, what publisher do you think you're going to run with? Do you have any, like. Self publish. Okay, self publish. Yeah. I gotcha.
1: Well, I'm, um, I'm thinking first issue, I'm going to self publish. Second issue, I'm going to get myself a letterer. I will, because. Um, you know, when it comes to a scene within the third issue, I sort of need a letterer to do like all the, the effects of the lettering. Yeah. I do. Um and then the third issue, what I wanna do is I wanna put all these three issues together in like a bulk book. So you basically you buy it like a um a graphic novel okay. you do. And I wanna to go to a publisher and say, Look, this is what I made, I would like to publish through yourself. So
0: yeah and i usually uh from from what i've learned having three like th- uh, you know a handful of books is usually the footing you need to like, go to a publisher so that seems like it'd just be a perfect plan in yeah. itself
1: that's and sort I- of with film film wise you know with films and just like art and uh, well comics in general you'll go to you know you go to um you know this this is for example i went to comic-con in this was october time and i met with someone like the comic book you know, creators up, I met with Matt Garvey, I met with Jed McPherson, who you can actually see some of the stuff is back on the top mm-hmm. shelf there. Um And there was a T-Pub, and I was talking to them and they were like, yeah, basically, if you produce something, come back to us, you know, we we may consider. It's the case of publishers don't want to see, oh yeah, you know, I've got this, I've got this, you know, this full text of written stuff like there. They want to see results. Yeah, that sort of goes with like film and such. So...
0: No, I got you, I got you. And that definitely makes a lot of sense. Now, um, with, with that being said though, we've come to my favorite part of the podcast. And I always yep. love asking indie uh, comic creators this one question in particular. If uh, someone was out there struggling, getting their idea off the ground and, and just making their comic, what piece of advice would you give them to help them push through and and to get that, uh, get that comic going?
1: I think connecting up with people. So like going on Twitter saying, look, I'm a fellow, you know, I'm, I'm new to the sort of the scene. Mm-hmm. I need I need help. I need some some artists will go, yeah, I'll I'll help this person out. You also, you know, unlike the the film industry, if your parents aren't in film in film, you're basically screwed over compared to comic books, where it's a bit more easier, it's a bit more lenient, I think is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. So um yeah just connecting up with people doing small comics like i um four four page comics are really good you can do one page comics but that's like doing garfield kind of you know yeah, yeah you know the newspaper kind of thing because t-pub actually the the person who does t-pub i think his name's uh neil gibson he sort of was like oh yeah do a one-page comic And we, we both was just looking at each other when he said that and he was i was like hmm, yeah i'm not gonna draw garfield you know comics. And he was like, Hmm, yeah, get off my stand. Which is like, <laughs> it's like the kind of thing where you know, you're backstabbing someone. So yeah, but now I went to, um, I went to Matt Garvey, and he was like, Yeah, do four page comics. And everybody was sort of like, Yeah, do four page comics. So mm-hmm.
0: hmm. yeah, no, uh, it definitely seems uh, th- that's kind of the direction I hear from a lot of people start small, uh, and build your way up don't take try to take on a big project right off the rip networking, though, is very crucial to getting the right people in your in your circle. sam seems like definitely uh an awesome artist for you especially previously working with you and just the stuff she's done uh currently um amazing very very excited very excited to.
1: sam Sam has been very well to work with um you know when i was when i was sort of doing my first comic i was sort of like hey this is my first project um you know artists what what have you got to offer like all these artists were really good and i uh, said to them what are your rates which i really should have said this is my like this is my, um, you know, I've got a hundred quid right here. Mm-hmm. Can you do something with this hundred quid? Most of them were going like, oh yeah, my uh, page rate's like 200 quid per page. Let me get my age in which, you know, I ran, I did. Um, but no, Sam, is, Sam was reasonably priced and I was like, yeah, I'm impressed with your work, Sam. How would you like to do infection, so.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's is awesome. He
1: you know, it's even getting to the point so my my series for next year um is based in the uk and i want to get a uk publisher i want to get a uk artist and a uk writer um, mm-hmm. letterer so i want to you know i want to see these people However, i'm really impressed with sam's work and it's got to the point where i will be doing like halloween specials and christmas specials just sort of like spin-off kind of things and you get a yeah. bit of lore, you'll get a bit of you know funny and stuff like that and even though Sam's not from the UK, she's from Mexico. I'm actually thinking about going to Sam and saying, "Look, your artwork is amazing. Can you do this?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really like Sam's artwork. And one thing that actually stood out was when she put up her like um, her portfolio on Twitter. She had one picture of like Portal, and I'm a really big Valve fan. I love um, mm-hmm. you know Left Dead 2, Portal, Team Fortress 2 is a really good game. Um, yeah, so.
0: Okay, look at that. She says if if this gets fully funded, it'd be her uh, highest pay gig so far. So let's get it wow. funded, guys. Let's get it. We're already forty one percent there. We have what? Uh, how many days left?
1: Uh, you have. Well, let's have a look. It is. I think it's like twenty six.
0: Twenty six. Twenty six days, and we're almost already halfway there. They say the last week of the Kickstarter campaign is usually one of the busiest as well. So it's probably be some, doing like
1: a flash sale kind of thing on the yeah, last let's week. Go. So like. You know for example digital copy this is this is just um coming out of my head so like digital copy i sell for like one quid compared to three quid mm-hmm. May myself like the kickstarter edition for like you know four quid again so yeah
0: dude awesome hey well th- with that being said guys i think this is a perfect time to wrap up our awesome interview with hl roberts talking about infection number one i appreciate everyone that came into the chat big shout out to the artist as well for coming in and giving us her perspective With that being said, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment about your thoughts on this awesome comic. Check out the description for the Kickstarter link. And with that being said, guys, keep it geekly.